Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to another edition of Believe in the Press Row. It's Jonas Siegel, this time from Super Bowl City, a Super Bowl team, I should say, not a Super Bowl city, Super Bowl uh, town, San Francisco, home of uh, the San Francisco 49ers. And I am joined today by legendary, uh, what's the right word, sports betting guru, Steve Rapp. Steve, how are you? Good, Jonah. Thanks for having me in a good city to be in this week. I'm sure uh, lots of buzz, lots of excitement, even if uh, the Super Bowl is across the country in Miami. Uh, there's a couple little, little bit of stuff going on in San Francisco this week, I'm sure. Well, I landed at the airport last night, and um, a parade of balloons greeted me when I got off the plane. In the, I, I assume they go by red and gold. Um, I don't know if they have specific yeah. colors, but that was greeting me. The airport is full of uh, Niners memorabilia. Um, they've they've taken out the Golden State Warrior NBA championship gear that was that was around that they couldn't get rid of, which was nice of them. Um, well, what did you do for me today? I mean, that's what he did to Golden State. Well, that's what he did for me yesterday in the last five years. <laughs> that's what, exactly. have, what have you done for me today? Exactly. So, sports mentality, the mentality of the sports fan. So you've been on the air a long time, so you'll probably get this reference when I say long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, yes, it's, uh, it's when a fan did phone calls, not so much of those anymore. But yes, I've been... Uh, <laughs> I only do it two and a half hours a week on a Sunday morning, but I've been doing it since about 2001. So pretty long time. So I, uh, I grew up listening to you on the radio. And I, I will tell you, I usually listened on my way to my beer league hockey games. Um, I, was, I was in a pool for numerous years where we had, it was, I think it was a couple hundred bucks to, uh, to join. And you bet, you got to pick, every game every week with the point spread is so, this going to be i won i won because i faded you story i've heard a few no, of those no no i'm not going to tell you that you i'm not going to tell <laughs> here's what i will say um it is much harder to pick every game every week with a point spread than people think and typically the non-experts in my group did way better than the so-called gurus uh in the usa today and other outlets well, it's beginner's luck. It's it's uh, listen, um, you know you're gonna the point spreads are made for a reason. I mean they're they're made to, to attract gambling on both sides to make it even. They're incredibly accurate. So assuming that there is no juice or vigorous or or the dollar minus dollar ten that you lay when you're placing your bet, in order you have to they'll hit fifty 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 percent. Uh, in order to make a profit gambling, you're going to have to hit over 52, almost 52 and a half percent. So just let those let, let those uh, beginners just do well <laughs> picking those pools when they when they don't have to lay the vig because once they have to lay the uh, vig, then they're in a little bit of trouble. This was purely for fun and bragging rights. Um, my my point really was that I would be driving to hockey at some ungodly hour on Sunday mornings. Um, and if nothing else, you and your, your colleagues used to remind me that I had to get my picks in. Uh, <laughs> We've heard those stories. We heard, you know, we were at the, we're at the, we're at the milk store getting ready to put our picks in our, picks in our pro line tickets. We've, of course, heard many of the, uh, 
I was uh, taking my family to church, which we didn't fully believe all the time. A lot of, a lot around the holidays, you know, where I'm taking my family shopping and I'm driving around the parking lot looking for a parking space. Nobody admitted they just actually listened to us for the actual picks. It was always they just happened to be in the car doing something right. else. So well, we appreciate the fact that you were listening. Um, so, so give the listeners, I mean, I'm sure everybody knows you. Just give us a brief rundown of, of the story of how you got to what you do and what you've been doing for the last 20 years in this space. Well, um, in 1999, I was kind of coming out of a uh, contract looking for something to do. And a gentleman named Gary Bowman, who basically started you know, taking, taking action over the phone from the UK, one of the first, as we call them, offshore sports books, um, asked me to come and work for him. And, uh, I was in Vancouver at the time. I said, as long as I can come back home to Toronto. So I figured that's where uh, the best place to be to, to market uh, his kind of company. And uh, marketed him basically through the fan and, and other newspapers and things of that nature. Became uh, a marketing consultant for him. Um, started the show on the fan in 2001, Inside the Lines, which was a two and a half hours focused on just gambling, uh, gaming, anything with a point spread football during the football season and March Madness and and, uh, and the Masters and everything else uh, right through to May. And uh, then Bowman's got bought by Bet365. Bet365 kept me on for seven years. And then Sports Interaction, which is currently owned by uh, Mohawks of the Ganawake in Quebec, uh, a Canadian-owned sports book, Sports Interaction. They, uh, they've hired me as a consultant for the last three years so I've been around the internet gaming business basically since its inception in 1999 uh, well since its inception was in the mid in late 90s so I feel like I've been around since its beginning and uh, I've been doing this radio show for about 19 years now so um, it's definitely I definitely got involved in something that I love which is being around gambling and being around sports and uh, it's been lucky enough to pay the bills all these years. It's awesome. Like I said, you, you, you've clearly built a reputation and uh, the fact, you know, with all the Kobe Bryant stuff, the fact that you got to do something and you get to do something that you love certainly makes it all worthwhile. So hats off to you on that. Um, interesting, you know, a lot of the talk, you know, with what, what I talk about here and on the site is really sports media based. You know, I remember back in the day, you know, it started with, with Jimmy, well, for me, with Jimmy the Greek on, on CBS football. And then, um, you know, all those experts who used to call into shows on, you know, Thursday, Friday, and, and Mondays and talk about their, you know, their triple, double, double super picks. If you called their yeah. 800 or 900 number. Uh, the guys yelling at the phone with the 900 number. I can't lose. I've never lose. I hit a hundred percent. I hit 90%. Oh, believe me. They're not, they're not hitting 75%. But yeah, I, I, though we went through that phase. Yes, we definitely did. So, so do those guys still exist today? Like do so first of all, were people paying those touts for their picks? Yes, they were. And uh, I'll give you a quick, I'll give you an example of, of how that works and, and why you should never pay. And yes, they are still around. Touts are still around. Scamdecappers are still around. Here's a quick example of how that would work. You would hear on the, on the fan or a radio station, uh, call tonight, I guess, a 100% guaranteed lock, free play, this game can't lose. Tonight, call my number, free 800. So you call the number and let's say 40 people call the number. 20 people get one team, 20 people get another team. So now those 20 people had the right side. 
they get called back again. See, I told you I could get a winner. I got, I got a winner. And then 10 of those people get one side, and 10 of those people get another side. Then the 10 people that, got, that had two winners in a row get called back. See, I can't lose. Give me 1500 a month, and I can get picks like that all the time. It's called the East Coast, West Coast scam. Just one of the ways these guys are taking money from you. Do not pay for picks. There is no reason you should ever pay for picks out there. They're not hitting at any greater percentage than you are. I mean, a professional gambler, like I said, if he's hitting 55, 56% and grinding at a, grinding at a profit on his money, he's very happy. Interesting. I mean, those things were really comical. Uh, I, I remember hearing them all the time. So how, uh, in your, you know, you've done the show for almost 20 years. How have things evolved, if at all, um, in a social media world? And now, obviously, where sports gambling has become not faux pas, but actually legalized. Well, interesting, because, I mean, in 2001, when we started uh, Inside the Lions, called Sports Interactions Inside the Lions now. But when we started that, um, we were the only people talking gaming. There was nobody in Canada talking gambling. There was really definitely very, very few people, except some of the... Uh, some of the regional networks that were running some of the tout shows back in the nineties, early two thousands that you're talking about, but there was nothing you would have. You would have the odds in the paper, you know, the Toronto sun, the Toronto star would run the daily line. And that was really all you saw about gambling. Now Canada really has not um, come any farther on that because they still hasn't have a legalized single game wagering. They're still making people play the pro line lotteries, uh, three team parlays. Where the difference is now in the U.S., where they've recently had the Supreme Court ruling that has let the states legalize their own sports betting, and we now have about 20 states uh, in the U.S. that now have uh, legalized sports betting, um, and now you have so now you're seeing deals made. MGM has made a deal with with the NHL. Uh, the basketball NBA has a has a sports betting deal. Every league now is a sports betting deal. And what's come along with that is now everybody and their cousin now has a sports gambling show in the U.S. Doug Kazarian has the daily wager on ESPN. You've got cousin Sal and Todd Furman and Clay Travis with um, uh, FS1's Lock It In, a daily gambling show. So, and with, we talked a little bit off the air, some of the media deals that are now happening. Uh, Barstool Sports, which is, uh, which is really gambling content and has been only been around for a couple of years. Guys started it. Uh, Dave Port and I started it in his garage just a year and a half ago, just sold to Penn National, a gaming company, where I believe we said, what was it, $400 million or something? It was $450 Some, million. Bucks. Yeah, $450 million. Good for them. They've been around for a couple of years. That's where, that's where gambling information is going in the U.S. What we need to do in Canada is make sure Canada comes along. And, and I've pitched Rogers and Bell content media deals that says, listen, if you don't get involved here and start – you know, taking advantage of what's happening North America wide in gambling, you're going to lose all your traffic to these shows in the U S um, so far uh, we kind of still stand alone with inside the lines. I know uh, Gabe Morenci uh, did a lot of the gambling type stuff when he was with the score, but he's now down in the States and fantasy fantasy sports network. So he's not even around doing it anymore. So the score, the app company, um, which is based out of Toronto, they are getting, at least they appear to be getting heavily involved somehow in the sports gaming world. Are you, are you familiar with what those guys are doing? 
I'm not too familiar. I do know that they have applied for or they, they received a license in New Jersey and are in fact taking wagers on their score app in the state of New Jersey. I saw some numbers that they did pretty decent in their first three or four months of operation. So yeah, they, uh, uh, they have been, uh, they've been into game, uh, gambling for quite some time. I remember uh, John Levy, I believe his name is, was the CEO of the score. And he was uh, really forward thinking when it came to gambling years before really anybody else did. He's the one that put, you know, put Gabe and Cam Stewart on there with, uh, with their drive show, talking a lot about gambling. Uh, he really started the poker craze on TV here in Canada. He had poker running on that score network pretty much 24 seven. So he had it always had his eye towards gaming and gambling. And, and I guess he's done it now. He's on well on his way anyway. So we clearly live in an information age, you know, all the rage, good, bad, or indifferent is around analytics. So when you hear that the NHL is getting deep into gambling, what does that mean? How, how is that going to look to a, to a fan in the next five, 10 years? Uh, you will be able to wager in the stadium, in your seats, on live mobile apps. Um, the NHL will will supply the data to the gambling company, so there'll be a direct get data feed uh, from the stats happening as they play to make sure that uh, the stuff that you're betting on, you can bet on. You know, as soon as the faceoff, if there's a whistle, you can get a bet in before the next whistle because that data will be they'll be able to grade bets so quickly. Um, you'll see very potentially could see uh, could see gambling companies on jerseys like you see in soccer, like you see in European football. I guess you want to call it. Um, I'm not a soccer guy, so um, you'll see uh, you'll see advertisements like that. Listen, we've already had like MGM and uh, and uh, the MGM and the NHL have done a huge gambling deal in the states. I mean that doesn't come across to Canada yet because Canada's still in this single game wagering discussion. And is this the proverbial like final final nail in the um, in the horse racing business? Like, is this is this really going to do it? Because gamblers are not going to be inundated with um, gambling access, basically wherever, however they want. I know there was a uh, an article just this week in the uh, in the. I believe it was the, it was kind of press article by, about Woodbine Entertainment Group saying that they're best situated to do sports betting when it comes single game wagering comes legal in Canada, um, and they feel that they can take that revenue and prop up the horse racing industry. Stop me if you've heard this story with slot machines and horse racing industry. <laughs> Uh, just a few years ago that the liberal government pulled out and that was a boon an absolute boon for the horse racing industry listen i'm a guy who's in the gambling business because my uncle took me to the track when i was five and six years old so i have a love for the horse racing industry i love horse racing i have since i was a kid i just don't think that a two-minute race with 26 minutes between the race races are just and i've said this for years are going to keep the interest of of young gamblers, young adults who who have grown up with instantaneous everything at their fingertips, and having to wait 26 minutes for a two minute race and then wait again. I, I personally I don't see how it how it survives, but I guess uh, it gives a lot. Of the, the story is in, especially in 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 
school horse racing areas in Canada, and I'm sure in the states like Kentucky, um, you got to prop up the industry because it supports so many people. So if sports betting is a way that the Woodbine Entertainment Group thinks that they can they can prop up the industry, I guess that's going to be in part of the discussion. There's going to be a lot of discussion when it comes to single game wagering in Canada. We're with uh, Stephen Rapp of. Uh... Are we going with Inside the Lines? Is that the right uh, outlet to, to tag you with? Sports Interactions Inside the Lines is great for me. Okay, so longtime sports sports betting guru slash host here on Believe in the Press Row. Did you think we would ever get to a point where we are on the verge of having an NFL team in Las Vegas? Mm-hmm. Nah, no, I, I well... I guess once we had an HL team in Las Vegas, anything was possible. But you have to remember that it seems like yesterday, I mean, I don't think I'm exaggerating if I say it was a year and a half ago, that the NH- that all the leagues were still in uh, the Canadian Parliament kind of screaming that gambling was going to destroy the integrity of the game. I mean, they were saying that up until like a year and a half ago. So it happened so quickly. I mean, if you, if you had said to me that, that, that the U.S. would have gone legal before Canada, I would have said you were out of your mind. But then they, they legalized poker and then they now they legalized sportsbook. So, I mean, after, you know, I've been in this industry since 1999 and seeing the snail's pace at which it has gone and then seeing the explosion over the last year, um, it's impossible to say, you know, what's going to come next. I mean, I guess the holy grail is NFL in, in Las Vegas because is, is there anything bigger? There's no bigger sport, right? Not in North America anyways. No, I mean, I contend all the time, and you can tell me whether I'm out of my mind, that every everything that the National Football League does is catered to the betting audience. Um, you know, <laughs> I've been saying that for 20 years. I've been saying that for 30 years. I mean, they have all the games on Sunday, is it? I may have known one or two people who had gray market direct TV cards back in the day. And the NFL was able to shut down piracy of direct TV. I mean, that alone tells you how much flipping money is involved. Um, The only league that I know of that gets like injury reports correct with significant fines if they don't is the NFL. And it's not because mom and pop who go to the games really care about them. It's all catered to the betting, right? No, listen, they, it, it's, it's the way it's perfect. All the games are on Sunday, and then they move one to Thursday. All your games are on Sunday. You get the one game Sunday night in case you got to get out. Then you got the real get-out game on Monday, or if you had to you pay your guy on Monday, you get to start the new week game on Monday. I mean, it's, it's always been – I remember – I mean, there was this movie a long time. I don't remember it. Uh, the Last Boy Scout with Bruce right. Willis. Yep. Uh, Damon Wayans. That, that story was a little ahead of its time when you're thinking about it. It was a senator and a team owner who, who, uh, was, who was all about sports betting and how sports gambling was going to be the wave of the future. That movie had to be, I would say, late 80s, wouldn't it? Um, that, I mean, Maybe early time, 90s. Yeah, they were thinking about that back then, and it's taken this long to really get to that point, which is, is, is incredible. But yeah, yeah. The NFL will tell you, and it always had to, will tell you that they had nothing to do with gambling. But if it wasn't for gambling, 
Uh, I, it wouldn't be the league that it was. And I think it's proven this year where a lot of the ratings have been slightly up. And a lot of that has to do with there's a lot more gambling going on in the States right now on football into the legalization in about 20 states. So let's uh, transition. You're listening to Believe in the, in the Press Row with Jonas Siegel and Steve Rapp. It is that time of year, you know, the whole world literally uh, is either at the mall because nobody's there or robbing a bank because nobody's there. The whole world is watching Super Bowl. This is the week where the entire sports world descends on one event and one big event. People bet there's office pools, there's squares, there's the whole nine yards. But there is this thing called MyBookie. MyBookie is uh, one of the leaders now in, in online betting. They're happy to take people's bets. They do a fantastic job at it. In a minute, we're going to talk about all of their prop bets, which I think are hilarious. Um, but if you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to 1000 bucks. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use the promo code BLV, that's Bob Las Vegas, to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BLV to get your extra cash from MyBookie. Play, win, and get paid. It's mybookie.ag. I've now done what I'm supposed to do. So let's now talk about the fun stuff. Um, so first of all, who do you like in the game? Well, I will uh, full disclosure that about week three of the season this year, I bet a ticket on San Francisco to win the Super Bowl at 24 to one. So I'm going to be sitting on that. <laughs> Um, and I will be rooting that ticket home. I will possibly play a little bit of the Kansas City money line to hedge out to make sure that I don't owe anything at the end of the uh, period. But uh, so I, I mean, I like San Francisco. And I, I think I like San Francisco anyway. Yes, we're in the Super Bowl. Both these teams are good. We've got two teams that, uh, that deserve to be there. But I think overall, San Francisco has been uh, the best team and the most consistent team throughout the season. They had a little bit of a... a drop in uh, weeks 14 to 17. They gave up a lot of points with defense where they've been fast and good all year, gave up a lot of points, but they were decimated by injuries. Uh, and since they got healthy through the playoffs, they, they've been dominant. I know since week 10, they've, they've faced seven playoff teams and they're six and one against the spread against those, in those seven games. Uh, nothing against Kansas City. Obviously, they got the best, most exciting player in the league in Patrick Mahomes. They've got weapons on offense. But I think what San Francisco is going to want to do is grind the ball out, run the ball with, with, with their great running, running game with the second in the, in the league this year. Uh, they've just kept going in the playoffs. Keep Mahomes' touches down to a minimum. Keep him off the field as much as they can. Um, and, uh, I mean, this game is close. An open, I'll say an open pick, an open pick. Most of the money, about 60% of the money has been on Kansas City. So we now have Kansas City as a two-point favorite. Total open 53 and a half. 80% of the money on the over. It went up as high as 55 and a half. We've found that threshold and it's now come back down to 54 and a half. That's quite a lot of points. They're expecting a lot of points to be scored in this game. I'm concerned about getting to that number if the game plays out the way I think it should play out. And that's just Kansas, San Francisco running the air out of the ball. Okay, so what's, what's the craziest prop bet and what's your favorite prop bet? Oh, I so many crazy prop bets. I mean, it's all cross sport. I mean, you can start with as you can start with the uh, you can start with the with the national anthem, obviously Demi Lovato. 
two minutes and four seconds over and under over so, under. so is somebody uh, actually going to be sitting there with an official stopwatch oh yeah that's this is one of the biggest props this is probably right now one of the biggest this is one of the biggest money props and i talked to the guy at sports interaction he tells me this is their biggest one of the biggest liabilities other than this who wins the game is who you know the length of the the prop there's been there's been some some controversy over the years i mean Christina Aguilera sang the last note twice, and that caused a, a bit of a controversy. Um, 204 and a half is the number. There is some uh, YouTube videos of her singing the National Anthem. She's gone as low as like a, a minute 55. She's gone as high as 213. There is handicapping to be done out there. <laughs> I, think that on, I think that on a big stage, they like to spend as much time in front of the camera as they want. I think, I think she... Uh, she hold those notes and I would go after the 204 and over the 204 and a half. My, my, my course, favorite one is, are they going to show the Epstein didn't kill himself sign on TV? That's one of my favorite ones. That, okay. Uh, and how long is she going to hold the final note? Yes. Okay. That's like 5.5 .5 seconds or something <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, there. Listen, there. There's, there's so much money involved. There are data companies that are sitting there that are giving out uh, bet radar. I think is one of them that do the stats and and give official stats on best is another one. Give official stats to the to the books as to uh, as to what the official number of these are. I'll give you a, a funny one that we're not. It's not a funny one, but it, it's something that's happened today. Um, they have the, the, you can bet on the color of the Gatorade that's going to be poured on the winning <laughs> coach. Um, and purple was about 12 to one. There was a huge rush on purple money uh, in the last couple of days because the feeling is as a, as a honor to Kobe, they'll have purple Gatorade. So that number has been bet down from about 12 to one that they'll even money. There are so many people are thinking that they will go in honor of Kobe with purple Gatorade. All right, this could be a completely unfair question because uh, there may not actually be an answer. So you could make it up and I wouldn't know. Um, is more money spent on prop bets than in the actual traditional game bets? It's pretty close. I mean, more and more every year, just like more and more live betting takes over from anti-post betting. Um, it is getting about 50-50. I think last year when I spoke to uh, the Lions manager over at Sports and Athletes, told, told me that overall when you add up all the different propositions, about as much money will be taken in props as will be taken on the winner of the game. Yes. Amazing. And I didn't have to make that, I didn't have to make that up either. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you uh, taking some time. It's been really fun talking about some of this stuff. I hope we can do it again as other big events come up. And uh, while I am desperately rooting as a Seahawks fan against the 49ers, uh, if they win, I hope it is for you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm not even sending a bottle of wine or something That's the, <laughs> with all that money I win. Awesome. Well, uh, happy Super Bowl week. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. And hopefully we can do this again. Thank you very much. Thank you, John. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.